And then people started at, at the gym started noticing, hey, you're getting pretty lean there, buddy. You know, yeah. And that always feels good, right? When you feel, you know, because you go to the gym, you don't feel like anybody, you know, yeah, everybody's got their buds in and they're doing their thing. And, you know, just have people randomly walk up, wow, you look great. You really lean down. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. Hi there, and welcome back to the show. My name is Andy Naylor. I am founder and CEO here at Naylor Body Design and host of your Optimal Alpha podcast. Now, I have been getting the amazing opportunity to go back through some of our clients over the course of the last couple of days and have some really, really cool uh, conversations where we've been able to get to speak to them, understand you know how they felt before they started, what their journey's been like, what they've achieved, so on and so forth. So over the next few episodes, next few weeks, we are going to show you some of those uh, amazing interviews, give you an insight as to what it's been like for them inside the program. So without further ado, without me waffling on, here is the first of those. This is with an amazing client of ours, Tony Huffman, who's actually been in the uh, program for, I think, just over three years now and has gone through an amazing uh, process and achieved amazing results while being with us. So without further ado, please enjoy the interview that we've had with Tony, and I will see you on the next episode dude it's been a while man like how so how have you been dude I've, I've, I've been great um uh all all is good over here I'm, I'm sort of wrapping up my final day here in dubai literally doing uh like these these so going quite like a few of these back to back where i'm getting to speak to people i've not spoken to for ages which is what a lovely day you know lovely day to spend uh doing you know the last day here until i go back home um so all has been good busy as I, i'm sure you can probably see from the outside um you know, in terms of work, everything's busy, and uh, all. But, but dude, dude, we're here to talk about you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm here to sort of catch up with you and 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 reminisce over the the good few years that yeah. you've um, that you you know that you've Almost been in the program. Three, it'll be three years next uh, in January. Man, that time has gone quick, dude. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I what I want to do is is I guess go back to. I mean, it's a while back, but try and think if you can, like, think back to, I guess, whatever was happening in maybe the, the months or the year leading up before, you know, speaking to us, finding us, you know, can you remember where you were in terms of health, fitness, physique, like, what, what, where were you? And I guess, what were you, what were you, what were you struggling with before you, you know, you sort of reached out and looked for help? Honestly, it was my diet and I knew yep. my diet was my issue. I knew, yep. I knew it for years. Yeah. And I would do, God, so I would, um, my weight would get a little low. I decide I wanted to bulk, yep. quote unquote. So I just started eating peanut butter. <laughs> then I'd start looking too fat, you know, because peanut butter just makes you fat. It doesn't make you gain any kind of muscle really. 
And so I, I, you know, I, I got to stop the peanut butter. And I would be, I was just kind of on the cycle for God for years. It was this, so uh, trying, trying, trying to put on muscle and then getting fat. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The same, the, you know, I was gaining and losing the same 10 pounds. Yeah. And, but is it- uh, you know, and frustrating. And I got to a point, I was like, well, you got to figure this out. It's either now or never. Cause I knew I could get the physique I wanted. I knew that. Yeah. It yeah. was just a matter of, you know, kind of getting that missing piece kind of squared away. And then I saw on, uh, you were on Instagram and you said, do you want to see your abs? Yeah, I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to know that they actually exist. You know, I contacted you. We spoke, I signed up with you right away. Yeah. I think straight away. I, I, I think we, we spoke pretty quickly, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, there's a ton of people on you know, everybody promising this and that and the other. And I thought, I don't know what, what, what about you was different, but mm. it just seemed, you just seemed very real and honest. And I was like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah. Well, thank you. you first of all, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you've used it. I love this phrase. You use this phrase. I see that you say this a lot regularly. You gave us the keys to the kingdom and that's so lovely to say, but ultimately you've done all the hard work. Like I, I don't, cause I, you know, I always, you know, I always praise the client first. Absolutely. Yes. We might have the map. We might have the GPS. We might know, but we, you know, we, we ain't sitting there doing the work. We're not sitting there saying no to certain foods and going to bed early and getting the workouts in. We, I mean, we know what that feels like because we do that for ourselves and, you know, cause we, that's what we do. But when it comes to, you know, someone go off and achieving their goals, it's not like we can, we're saying like, you know, here, let's, let us give you this thing. And the result happens immediately. You know, it's not like we say here, here is a pair of gloves. Your hands will be warm immediately. It's like, you know what I mean? We can't, there is no, there is no immediate promise of that thing. It's here's, here's what you're going to need to do. We will show you how to do it and guide you, but you're going to have to go and do it. And so there's still that element of, you know, of, of having to, you know, get the, get the damn work done, which is, yeah. which is then when, you know, when someone achieves their results, we always say you're achieving the results you deserve. And that, and that can work in both directions. You know, if someone isn't yeah. achieving the results, we're like, generally we, we, we can see and go, yeah, cause it's, you're not following the plan here and you, you know, and understandably, you know, you're going off track here. And so you're getting the result that you deserve as harsh as that sounds. But then equally when someone like yourself has gone off and, you know, I mean, I, I, I can picture now in my mind, multiple before and after pictures that I can think of where, you know, you, you changed so much. I think we, you know, we, we went, I think initially when we started, we obviously went off and, you know, got nice and lean, got pretty lean. I think you ended up with a, pretty much a set of abs, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And they were like, cool, okay, let's go back in the other direction, add some muscle and then come back down again. And, and obviously that, that's a cycle we're kind of always going through as we trying to want to build up and get rid of, that's always a kind of a natural cycle, but I can think back to some of those. And I think you had surgery. Did you not, you had, um, hernia surgery in the middle repair. of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had a hernia repair. Yeah, because I, I remember saying to you at one point, I was like, I think we probably, you know, I don't know what it feels like for you, but you probably want to go and get that looked at because I'd had a hernia um, fix, an umbilical hernia fix. And I remember looking, and I was like, dude, you go and go and at least get that looked at because it's the last thing you want is any real problems there. And then I think you'd carried on just to, just, just, you kept on sort of improving after that. So where were you? I mean, you, so you were going around in, in circles in terms of your physique, losing and gaining the same 10 pounds over and over again and not really making progress. And I imagine it, that had become quite frustrating i imagine at that particular point okay and so what do you remember from the early phases that were put in place that you felt made the biggest 
impact or the biggest difference? What sort of stands out as like, oh, this 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 was really where things were won and lost? Well, the diet, obviously, which we talked about. Cutting my workout. I used to work out six days a week. I was one of those guys. And I went down to four. And that made a huge difference. That made a huge difference. Just having more energy and just feeling like I was recovering. You know, that every time I went to the gym, I was having a good workout. Whereas, you know, by the five or six, you know, by workout five or six, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. dragon. <laughs> and, this, and, this, and, and, and this is also quite, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll work with people where getting in full workouts is quite challenging in terms of timing. Like there's like, like that's about the most they can do. That's fine. And we definitely have people where they're like, oh, I work out every day. And I'm like, what, in a gym? Like, yeah, yeah, I train every day. I'm like, well, respectfully, then you're probably not training very hard. And they're like, and I'm like, whoa, hang on a second. I'm not, me I'm not meaning to offend you, but... If you're able to train back to back daily and depending on how they split their body up, like I know that I physically couldn't do that. And I'm not saying I'm the hardest trainer in the room. I'm, cer I'm certainly not. But physically, okay, so when are we recovering? When is the recovery time? And quite, there's still that like, you know, go hard or go home kind of mentality and attitude, which is, is, is maybe good in the moment to make, you know, get someone to sort of like really train hard. But then that doesn't mean seven days a week because then well as, as you've just articulated you get to the end of the week and you're like you're really like not only are the sessions suffering recoveries suffering and then the next thing after that is an injury isn't it like an injury or a, a niggle then an injury and then it's like two yeah. or three weeks off and then when it's two or three weeks off i know i know what my character is well if i can't train i'll just eat what i like like i i i, I like most humans tend to sort of fall down that just yeah. just just give me just give me the cookies i'm like i you kind of humans have to throw it up the wall at that particular point i'm no different to anybody else hence then then the game is stay in the game like that we all love training and we want to stay then it's now not go crazy and hurt ourselves in a short period of time it's like how can we now train for the rest of our lives in a, in a sustainable productive manner and for most people let's do less but do it better <laughs> do less and do it better and so what was your first reaction to us pulling your training down like this isn't going to work probably i was a little questionable of course yeah and then you and then you know and not doing you know five and six exercise you know not doing like six chest exercises in it yep. and session and that sort of thing it's like well i'm only doing two sessions you know i'm going to end up with little you know <laughs> yeah so ultimately you've you've you, you did less and got more for it basically yeah oh huge huge changes in my physique yeah and how did that fit? Well, yeah, go, going from us cutting then down training and going to doing less and then having those results, did it feel like it just turned everything on its head from what you thought you knew from, from previous? Absolutely. And then people started at, at the gym started noticing, hey, you're, you're getting pretty lean there, buddy. You know, yeah. And that feels good, right? When you feel, you know, because you go to the gym, you don't feel like anybody knows. Yeah, everybody's got their, uh, their buds in and they're doing their thing. And you know, just have people randomly walk up. Wow, you look great. You really lean down. People notice, don't they? Like we think, yeah, we think yeah. people don't notice. And you know, when, it's not like I know some people are going to the gym for pure vanity, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's self-esteem in my eyes. But we tend to think that people aren't paying attention. Yeah. But people are. Like if you, if someone makes discernible progress forward, 
people in the gym, people, we notice. And it's not like we're looking out to try and pick fault in people, but people notice, right? Because we're all in there trying to make progress at the end of the day. There is absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying the sensation of someone coming up and passing on a compliment. Because we all know that we don't give out compliments easy, really, do we, as humans? Like, you know, some, we don't tend to walk around and just fly, fling compliments out. Like, we, we, it norm, normally, if a human gives you a compliment, they, they generally pretty much mean it. And, you know, then we sort of sit there and go, oh, you know, thanks, I've been doing this or I've been doing that. Alphas, I interrupt this show with a simple message. This show is here to benefit you and your progression to the best version of yourself. But not only just you, it's also here to benefit the people around you, your loved ones, your friends, other alphas in your vicinity. So why not do a really cool thing today? Something that I would thank you for and maybe someone else would. Share this podcast with at least one other alpha out there who you know would benefit from it. Why not share the information, share the ability for someone else to grow? I'm sure they would thank you. I 100% would absolutely thank you. This podcast only grows by our listeners, our followers doing amazing things like giving us five-star reviews, downloading podcasts, subscribing, and then of course, sharing it with other people. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, share it with one person, and of course, drop us a five-star review, download the podcast, and you know, of course, subscribe. And now back to the show. So what do you think has made you want to sort of, um, you know, be part of what we do for three years? You, 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 you've, you've clearly seen value in it on the long term. Um, otherwise, you know, you you wouldn't still be it. But so, but it'd be lovely for me to know, from you know, really from your perspective, having gone through those cycles and certainly, you know, achieved you know massive improvements in your physique. What has been the reason you're still here? I guess, and also what I guess adding to that, what what element now do you find the most useful of of, of being inside the the program? I like the accountability. Yep. And I'm still getting good information. Yeah. 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 Three years in. Yeah. Three years in, yeah, you know, because my needs now are very different than when they were when I first started. Uh-huh. Yeah, and what? what so what, what do you? Okay, so at the start, I guess it was putting in plans that were just to, to get the ship moving in the right direction, right? You know, right. to to get that fund. So what, what do you? How do you feel that your your needs have shifted now in terms of what it is to keep you moving forward? Is it? Is it? I mean, obviously, accountability is huge because I mean, sadly, one of the things that we know. And, you know, when someone, when accountability is taken away, normally what happens is, is things carry on and then they, they, they slowly just start. And before someone realizes it, they're so far off of where they actually thought they were. And a good example is, is, oh, no, I, yeah, I don't track my food anymore. Okay. Cause I've been doing it so long. I know what I'm doing. Okay. And what we know is at that point, people have, will have moved a long way away from where they think they are because humans are particularly good at underestimating caloric intake and overestimating expenditure. Like that's because that's an evolution of everything. That would keep, that, that would keep us alive, wouldn't it? So we yeah. know that people tend to sort of like veer off and don't realize how far off of you know, where they're supposed to be. So what, so what, I guess, so the accountability, and when you say information now is, is you're still getting different information. I mean, what? Is is that would that be around training, around nutrition, around rest, recovery, sleep, all of those? Like, what what particular things might stand out now for you? It's around most of it's around nutrition. Still, yeah, yeah, still key thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're uh, it's I never thought in my life I'd ever say this. I'm having trouble gaining weight. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh there we go. So and and, 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 and and I bet you're on more calories now than you were when you came to us, probably, right? I bet you actually now generate, you probably now right. even more calories? Pretty much the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in other words, you become more, you become metabolically more adapted to that amount of food, right? So in other words, you're, and if, 
Yeah, that's so. So, what? Where are you phase-wise now? What? What? Where? I don't, I'm not sure which direction you're going in currently. Oh, I'm doing a slow bulk. Okay, so you've just so you've, you've you've been nice and lean, and now you're sort of slowly moving off in the other direction without trying to gain too much. Too well, it is winter, isn't it? Everyone tends to do this during winter. To be totally honest, yeah. so you're moving off. And I think I know the answer to this, but how, would you say that your goalposts in what you thought you could achieve have changed through these three years? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is something we hear a lot, which is, I mean, first is, you know, how long will it take until I achieve my goal? And I'm, we're always like, we, we don't know. We can't, we can't answer that. And then people are like, well, you know, do people tend to stay on after the initial six months? And we're like, yeah, most people tend to stay on. And what happens is, is they tend to move the goalposts. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, because we... For the most part, we know that we, we're going to help someone achieve their goal and quicker than they thought. And what happens is, is they then realize, oh, more is probably uh, uh, possible for me. I can probably go and achieve more. And what people do is, understandably, like start to move those goalposts further out. And the reality is, is then that process never stops, does it? Like we always think, oh, I could, you know, next time you've got a slow bulk, slow bulk now, you put on some muscle, you then, you know, do you do a cut, you're like, hmm, you still probably do some more on my arms. Okay, and off we go again, yeah. and around the circle we go again, and awesome man what impact has this had in your personal life it's always a a self-fulfilling goal to go off and achieve a you know a, a physique and a health that we want but how has this had maybe a positive impact into you know external environment you know um relationships or um work and so on and so forth have you have you sort of noticed positive impact sort of coming out in those directions absolutely i'm a lot calmer now i'm a lot more confident i don't let things get to me the way i used to <laughs> takes a lot to really, you know, kind of just get me going, you know, yeah. as well as getting upset about something. I met up with a friend this weekend and I hadn't seen him in a really long time. And he said, you know, you finally become the man I always knew you would be. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so like, cool. How did, how, how, I was about, how did that feel? Yeah. Good. I felt that was pretty incredible. Oh, and this is the, that, that's, that's not just even a, oh, you look like you've been working out well done. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's, you've become the man I knew that you were like, that's a different, that's a more, way more transformative level of things because, and the interesting thing here is, is, you know, I've said to people, it's not going off and achieving the physique. It's the person you have to become to go off and achieve the physique. So yeah. it's like, if someone said, oh, I want to get a set of abs, like, okay, cool. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that whatsoever, but it's not once you, once you've ever had a, a real set of abs and you look down and you're like, yeah, we have a full set of abs. Like that's it done. That part of the goal is done, but the lessons that we learn to have to become the person who would be able to walk around a 10% body fat day to day. Like that, that thing is then those lessons then kind of normally transform into the rest of their life. Like when I competed, I, I learned how much I was able to suffer and say no to things and be disciplined. And I was like, huh, well, if I can do that in this thing, how about if I apply that to everything else? Suddenly my business expanded quicker. My relationships became better. I, I, I was able to achieve far more in terms of personal life from the goal of wanting to, you know, get abs and be in the leanest shape possible. So, so you're getting that. And, and I mean, in terms of working life and daily energy and, you know, all those sorts of areas, would you, would you say you've seen improvement from in all of those as well? Absolutely. Oh, well, man. It's yeah. So cool. More energy during the day. And when I sleep, I'm out. Really? So sleep's a lot better oh. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Much better. <laughs> it's, it's funny, isn't it? Just from these one thing. So, you know, we know if we get sleep in place, for, for and most adults' sleep is really not very good. You know, most adults have really poor sleep and just think, well, that's my life, that's the way it is. And as you, well, if you found out, it can certainly be improved. You know, you put, you get sleep in place, and then suddenly, 
stress comes down, things bother you less. Suddenly losing body fat becomes easier. Everything, all these things tend to be orbit, orbiting around each other. And although, as you said also, you know, nutrition is always going to be probably the biggest area, which it absolutely is. It's always going to be the area that it's easiest to mess up on. And it's kind of the hardest to get right, even though it's really very straightforward, but not easy. You know, even though that's still the big area, it, with that on its own, everything else still needs to be running in the same direction to be able to go off and achieve all the results. Well, I still kind of play around with my diet just to see how, you know, if I do a little bit less fat and a little more carbs, how does that affect my energy and my workouts and stuff like that? See, now you're at the place. So, I mean, you know, for a lot of people, just actually tracking macros and understanding what a macro is, is a big deal. And that's fine. Like, you know, we, we're not, we're not taught that stuff generally. We have to learn it when we have to learn it. And then it gets to a point where you, you'll know when you're at your leanest because you'll you'll make slight changes in food and you'll notice the difference. Like you can start to see things happen. When I, I know, for instance, if you know someone's particularly lean and we give them certain types of meals at certain types in the day, they can become very vascular or they'll sleep quicker or it'll wake them. But you can really play around with macros and what they do to a body that when we're maybe 15 something plus percent body fat, one, we don't see it because we can't see what's really going on. And we're kind of we're kind of running at a sub suboptimal level anyway. But as soon as we, you know, you get to sort of the places you got at, which is you know really lean, you know, you 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 up carbs by certain percent and down fats to make you know, and suddenly you're like, well, okay, I feel a little bit more sluggish like that. Okay, turn it back the other way. Oh, and then it's like you know, for some people we put all the carbs in the back end of the day. Why? Because during the day they need to be mentally lit up and focused. And if they eat carbohydrates for breakfast, they kind of go groggy and sluggish and. These things can be when when you get to the point that you're at, which is actually like now it's a now it's an experiment with like well I I know I know what needs to be done to get back to here if I need to. Now I can sort of start to play around with, you know what what would an extra day of training feel like now? You know now I now my recovery is better, sleep's better, stress is low. But what would happen if I put an extra day? And if I put an extra day of training in, what would that be like? You know what? And it, it it's a it's a cool point, and you know, I always tend to think that like you probably were before you got to us, people are going, like, not going around in circles, but hoping that they stumble, essentially, across the the answer. You know, in the in the myriad of information that's in front of us, you know, online, the answer's all out there somewhere, isn't it? Like, it's somewhere right. out there online, but it's got no context and quite often insanely hard to find. Well, I mean, I mean let's say we put into Google, is keto the best fat loss diet? We get a billion answers that say yes and they're very compelling and a billion that say no and they're very compelling and we're now worse off than before we asked the question which right. again is i think one of the things we always say inside inside the company is our, our, one of our roles here is to just simplify everything as much as we possibly can because the simpler we can keep something the more chance people have got to doing it right we don't need to make it complicated man i'm so i'm so happy for you three years in and so where, so so what's what's the trajectory forward so you're in a you're in a sort of slow controlled massing phase right now is there a time scale um put in place for that what's the uh what's the outlook now i want to do that through 2024 and then 2025 i want to uh, go on stage i knew you were going to say that i was waiting <laughs> i could do it I, I i i didn't technically know the answer but when someone says that when as soon as someone gives me that amount of time scale i knew that you were about to say photo shoot or stage or something like that oh well well sir okay yeah, so so basically slow bulking all the na- all the way forward now for about the next yeah. year, get on as much and then and then sort of cut and diet into some sort of appearance, something something on stage. Dude, why not? Because I mean you've got fundamentals in place. Regardless of whatever happens when someone stands on stage, you know, like we, we, we walk on stage to win a show, but that's out of our hands. 
generally speaking, I would say it's always, you know, it's always out of my hands whether I won a show or not. But I'd always walk away thinking I couldn't have done anything more. I did, ev- I did everything. So now, regardless of where I ended up placing in the eyes of six random other people I don't know, i.e., the judges, regardless of what they think, I've achieved what I set out to, which was be the best version of me I possibly could on this date, which is, oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to come back and tell me how that feels because I already know what that sensation's like and when the amount of clients that we've helped do it. And again, regardless of placing, positioning or stuff like that, it's it's both one of the most challenging things you might ever do, but it will also be one of the most self-rewarding and yeah, um, things where you get to learn so much about yourself uh, in terms of how committed you can truly be. Dude, have you been looking? Have you been looking at shows? Have you been sort of researching any yet? Um, A buddy of mine competed. God, when was that? I think last year. I think that's the show I want to do. It's called the Dennis James. Oh, the Dennis James. Yeah, that's fairly local to you then. Yeah, yeah, it is. Dude, I can't wait for that. And that'll be twenty twenty five then. So you've basically got you got a nice long run up. You've got like a nice long year to go and. Um, is there any particular body parts that you're now focused on then that you know you've got to really focus on to bring up for that? Definitely my arms. Okay, yeah, that'd be me too. Yeah, so arm arms a big priority. Um, yeah, arms and chest right now. Um, I might switch that up to shoulders. Build up my shoulders a little bit more. Yeah, I mean you've you've got enough time really over if you you know if you're if you're a year upwards now and in the surplus, you know you could nearly go right. I'm going to spend. You could you could nearly break the Europe into four quarters and go right this quarter. You focus on the thing that's the worst. So if that if that's arms and chest, right, first quarter that, then you give then you give them a bit of a rest in terms of volume and go right. What's the next worst thing? Next quarter, and then maybe go back to the next. You know, and then you can kind of you could kind of at least um, cycle things around because you know you can't just hammer your arms and chest for the next twelve months. They're going to need a little bit of a step a back. Where you then maybe yeah, yeah then may, maybe you like maybe those two things grow particularly well. You're like ooh. Back and shoulders need a bit of work now. And then you go like, you know, uh, three months, like focusing heavily on progressing those. Then you take a step back and you're like, okay, cool. Like this is working well, still need more arms. And arms come back in as the, as the sort of driving volume area. Yeah. You've got, that's how I would tend to do it. I, I tend to sort of break things up mentally in blocks. Also, it's easier to do that on a, you know, if all you thought about for the next year was arms and chest, like it's a bit monotonous it's like uh, you know yeah. and your elbows are going to take a battering like you, you gotta have to like take a step back so you can kind of at least cycle around things i just sit here and uh and look forward to seeing you you standing on stage and uh and doing your thing man that's that's going to be so cool dude listen it's 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 been and still continues to be an absolute pleasure to know you and have you here um you know inside the program and to see your continued um progress uh i i dude i i wish you First of all, hopefully it won't be as long to talk um, next time, and you know, since we've spoken yeah. again last time, so that's something for sure. And secondly, obviously, I'm going to be keeping a, I'm going to be keeping a very close eye on your progress um, over the next year. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll obviously see you stand on stage. And what have you got? Another have you got thing much- I've noticed, I want to ask you about. So yeah, I shoot to the point when I wake up, I can tell I can tell if my weight's gone up or down. Okay. Do you do yeah. that? Can you do that too? Um, so I knew when I stood on the scales this morning I was going to be two hundred and two, and I was two hundred and two point two. So I I can tell, yeah, basically. So I I can tell. I look at my weight before I go to sleep, and then I look at it when I wake up. Not every single day, but I got used to checking it the night before in the morning when I used to compete. So I actually had a piece of paper where I'd, I would last thing at night I would then write down what I weighed and then what I weighed in the morning because I wanted to I wanted to really get a handle on how much I'd drop overnight because theoretically. Yeah. 
we will always drop weight overnight. Like we won't ever actually go up in weight overnight. We might weigh more one morning to the morning before, but we will never, we will never go up in weight overnight unless we're consuming water or something through the night. We will always go down in weight. You know, we perspire just a little bit through the night. We burn fat through the night. We probably get up and go loo through the night. Like we will always come down in weight. So yesterday I went to sleep at 2.05, woke up at 2.02, which is about normal. Quite often I'll go to bed, like that's a bit heavy for me. It's been, um, I've been a bit dehydrated for a few days. So my my body hydration has changed. But for example, I'll go to bed at say 2.02, wake up at 1.98. Like that's been fairly regular. So you get used to, for me and my body weight, about three and a half, four pound drop. Three and a, three, yeah, about three and a half pound drop is about normal. Um, and that's with me not being very, very strict. Uh, you know, I'm not dieting for anything. I walk around, I, I could do with being a little bit strict, yes. Um, but I haven't got any major physique goal in front of me right now. And I'm, I'm, I, I can hang out at around, you know, 12, 13% body fat and kind of get away with it a little bit. Um, but if I was really, let's say I was going to go off and do a show or, or a, excuse me, a photo shoot or something like that, then yeah, I would continue doing what I'm doing now, which is, but I would, but I would actually start to, um, track it because it becomes useful to know that when you get really lean. And also what happens is, is you'll get, if you know that you dropped on average three pounds overnight and then one night you wake up and you're five pounds down, you're like, ah, and normally, normally speaking, that could be that you've had like a fat loss whoosh overnight, which is, you know, we, we lose fat in whooshes and stalls. Like nothing will happen but as fat cells fill up with water. And then as fat cells let go of water, we get like a... So as when we're losing fat, it's not a straight line, right? It's kind of going duh, 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 like this. Yeah, as you, as you yeah. know, like it's, it's always bouncing all over the place. But even within that bouncing all over the place, there's a fair bit of consistency. So um, yeah... This is a good sign when you can kind of, you can feel the signals that your body's telling you, which is what you're suggesting there, which is you wake up and you're like, hmm, I'm going to be more than I was yesterday, or I'm going to, you know, I put weight on over the day. And that could be, it's, it's normally, if you live in a hot place like I do, like if I, let's say I, um, so for example, not yesterday, no, yes, yesterday I sat in a, a, a tattooist chair for like seven hours. So of course I wasn't drinking. I didn't. I didn't get in my you know sort of five six liters of water. I probably fell short and got to about four. So that's although I'm still very hydrated. From my, you know you know if I, if I then today say today I then went outside and I was like I don't know on the beach or in the sun all day. My body's hydration level is going to go. It's going to be like all over the place for a day or two until it settles back down. That's one change. Another change could be disruption in bowel movement. So you know you, you there's just more gut contents inside. Like all it takes is a couple of those things at once. And we can see quite, you can get some swings. And then when you watch that happening, you'd be like, ah, that's interesting. Because I ate, I ate something that I didn't normally eat yesterday. I wonder if that's caused me to slow my digestion down. Hmm. Like if I ate too much bread, because I just don't digest bread well. Or, I don't know, too much of something. When you get really lean and you're getting to that point where, you know, you're really getting close to maybe wanting to peak and get ready on, on stage. This, in understanding this stuff becomes key. Because you're gonna, when you get to that last, that last little bit, and the idea is, okay, I now need to be the best version of me I've ever been on this day at this time. This stuff makes a massive difference. So it's it's it's, it's immediately good that you're getting a a sensation of, oh, I can tell I'm going to wake up heavier today. And but then the other thing I would say is then don't get overly focused on it. <laughs> no, don't no. get. But I guess just something I noticed, like I'll be getting on the scale, it's like 
yeah, it's going to be downlit today and it's down. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just, you know, I, I think of it more as just being in tune with my body. hundred percent. hundred percent. Like I, funny enough, I, I know I was 205 yesterday. I was like, oh goodness, that's like three pounds over where I've been going to bed. Like it's only three pounds. It, it, it's no big deal, but I'm like, oh, okay. So when I, 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 you know, brushed my teeth, turned around and I was like, I was like 202. Then I was like 202.1 or 202. something low. Yeah. And I was like, and I just go off and I was like, yeah, I knew that'd be the case. And I, you can kind of tell. I like sometimes I'll get up in the morning and I might, I might be like 199. And I, I know I'm doing boxing in the morning. So I'll go downstairs and I'll, I'll do pad work. And I, like, I'm obviously sweating heavily. And I know that I'll come back up and I'll have lost another two pounds, literally. So I'll, I'll wake up at 199. I'll come back up here, have a shower, get back on the scales, and I'll be 197. But then, of course, what that, that's artificially pushed down, isn't it? When you think right. about it. Cause like, that's not my, like, then it will, what will happen is it will, it will swing quite all the way back up to 202. So I'll put on, five pounds over the day to get back up to 202 or even up to 203 and then it will come back down and it's so like you can watch these things have a, a different impact so yeah well well done you for noticing that stuff good stuff why my man listen i need to jump off like i say it's been and it continues to be an absolute pleasure to have you here and and thanks for taking some time out of your day to come and talk to me it's been an absolute pleasure it continues to be so i'm watching <laughs> I'll, um, I'll I'll be watching, sir. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Obviously, you know, uh, working with the guys as you are, like you're doing an absolute fantastic job. We, we you know, we massively appreciate you, sir. And you know, we'll uh, I'll be doing these on a more regular basis. So we'll get to jump on here. You know, maybe as you start the sort of another phase in terms of where you are, and you and you've you know learned some different things, and you've got some different thoughts, and and we can have another conversation and see see how things have progressed from you. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. That'd be great. And I want to say Ash is a great coach. I really enjoy working with him. So. Yeah. He's a clever sausage, isn't he? He's, uh, yeah, yeah. he's, he's, um, he's, I know the interesting thing with Ash is, and, and, and he knows that we say this, which is he, he, he looks young, right? So he's got, yes. uh, which I'm, which I'm very envious of, but, but then, and you know, we've, we've had clients sort of kind of think, see him and think, is he going to be able to help me? Like, is he, and then, and then they get to understand how mature and how knowledgeable and how much of a great coach he is. You know, he, he's, he's technically very, very good at what he does. The results not just not just the results that he gets, but the feedback he gets, just as you said, is is phenomenal from everybody that he works with. You know, he he's creating a really good culture in terms of the client base that he's working with. Yeah, we're we're extremely happy to have him uh, have him here, and uh, we look forward to him. You know, helping you get on stage and and being the being the best version of you, man. Absolute pleasure. Absolutely, man. Listen, right. dude. Absolute pleasure. Go and enjoy the rest of your day. Have a dude. Have a wonderful Christmas. Yeah. You have too. a have, have a wonderful Christmas. Um, have a great time. Um, and I'll, um, I'll obviously I'll still catch up with you next year at some point, all right? All right, sounds good. Take care. Good one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.